16:11. Make that your go-to verse for the rest of your life. If you never had one other verse beside that one, that's enough. You want to know the path of life? He tells you right here. He said, I will show you the path of life. Amen. Didn't tell you what it is. In my presence. His fullness of joy. Oh, yeah. And at my right hand, pleasures forevermore. Praise the Lord. So do you want to know the path of life today? And then we can go home. If you know the path of life, you'll do it. At his right hand, pleasure. He's saying, hey, if you if you find this place and stay in this place, get in the place, get in his presence. How do I know when I'm in his presence? You're full of joy. If you're not having any joy, I can tell you something right for sure. You're in somebody else's presence. Maybe your own. I don't know. <laughs> in his presence, which is available to me on a daily basis, in his presence. He said, I want to show you the path of life. I want to show you how to live. This is how you live every day. In my presence. Just put a period there if you want to. In my presence is a little bit of joy. Yeah. Fullness. Oh, yeah. See, we can tell when you're worrying. <laughs> you're not in his presence. You're in somebody else's presence. Your blood type when, when you get born again is B positive. And so if you're not positive... What's the opposite of that? Yeah. Philippians 4, 6, he said, be anxious. Don't worry. Don't get uptight. Don't get upset. Don't get your nose out of joint about anything. And if he told you not to, then you obviously have the ability not to. Be anxious. Be worried. Be fretting, fretting over what you've been watching on TV instead of in your Bible. I'm just saying. Right. No, what you meditate day, day and night will, will determine your success. Yeah. Jesus said that in Joshua 1 verse 8. He said, if you'll meditate my word day and night, you'll make your way prosperous. He said, if you'll do this, if you'll do what I'm telling you, you'll prosper mm -hmm. and be in health, even as your soul prospers. You'll prosper and have good success. Good success. Not worldly success, right. good success. <laughs> the promises are all there. Second yeah. Peter 1.4 said they're exceeding great and precious promises, but only if you make them that. If you don't, if you don't make it precious, he's not going to do it for you. He said, if you'll make my promises precious, you'll partake of my divine. Come on, he said, if you make my promises precious, You'll escape the corruption that's in the world. Yes, you'll, right. you'll partake uh -huh. of my nature. Yes. <laughs> <Amen. laughs> yeah. 
exceeding great and precious promises and partake. So if I'm having a miserable day, I just need to find a mirror and say, it's your fault, not somebody around you. Stop playing the blame game. It's not the way you were raised or anything like that. I was raised by wolves. Yep. My father died when I was six, and I don't ever remember getting a hug or anything. Some of you people can relate with fathers like that, but we find a heavenly father. He said, I will, come on, Ephesians, Ephesians 30, Ephesians. Where is it? It's, it's Hebrews 13, 5 and 6. He said, I will never, say never, so you're not alone. I will never, not, not ever, not today, not ever. I will never leave you. I will never fail you. I will never forsake you. So that I can boldly say, oh God, I just read the news. No, so that I can boldly say, God is on my side. I will not fear. I will not to fear. It's my will not to fear. He hasn't given me a spirit of fear, but one of power and love and of a sound mind. So it's my will whether I fear or not. And I'll fear if I'm meditating the wrong stuff. But if I'm meditating his word day and night, he just said, he'd make my way prosperous. Yeah. And have good success. Don't walk in the counsel of the ungodly. Don't stand in the way of the sinner. You end up sitting in the seat of the scornful. Well, I don't believe what they're doing over in that church. He said, don't do that. He said, your delight is in the word of God. And in that word, you'll meditate day and night. And he said, if you'll do it, he said, you'll make your way prosperous. Again, he said, you'll have good success. Reason why that's Psalm number one? Number one in importance, too. Don't walk in the counsel of the ungodly. Don't sit and watch all that stuff on TV and wonder why you're depressed going to bed. I was watching something on CBC the other day, and dear God Almighty, have mercy on us. The commercials. Never saw so many. Hallelujah. All I see is victory. <laughs> I know that all this stuff is going to drive people into the church, and I just want to be ready when they get here. And I said this before, and I'll say it again. I don't care what part I have to play in this game. I just want to play. I can be up here. I can spit down there. I don't care as long as I want to be in the game. You know, there's how many of you watch the NFL? You see it? Nobody. Hmm. Well, there's playoffs today, but there's four winning teams that are playing. They're all winning teams. They, they wouldn't have got there if they weren't winning teams. See, no, but in the NFL, you, you win or lose one game. It's over. But with us, we play till we win. Thanks be to God. Come on. Corinthians 2.14. Thanks be to God who sometimes 
always, now think about it, what he just said to you there. This is Paul the Apostle and what he went through. He said, thanks be to God who always causes us to triumph in Christ. And, you know, he, he said, I was, he said about himself, he said, I'm a protoss. I'm a prototype. I am a test pilot for the new covenant. Yeah. And he said, everything that I went through is to prove that it'll work for you. Yes. Amen. Not everybody's called to go through what he went through, yeah. but he said, but I love what he said in, you know, at the end of his life, he said, Hey, he said, all I want to do now is finish my course with joy. joy. Amen. Finish my course with joy and the ministry that God's called me to. Yes. Amen. That's how he's, he's saying, I'm going to finish this deal on the winning team. Amen. And you, saved to the end of the day. Yes. The last generation. I thought about that when I was having a shower. <clears throat> a while ago, you couldn't do that. Like a hundred years ago, you couldn't go have a shower. No. <laughs> Don't even think about what everybody smelled like back then, you know. <laughs> so God's good. The last generation, he got us cleaned up. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Joy is a focus. Focus on the joy. Before or after, they're just feelings. Choose the joy. Choose the joy. No, but you can be happy if you want to be. You can be happy if you want to. All you got to do is put your mind to it. <laughs> well, some people look like they were baptized in pickle juice. I know that. But we pray for them. Because we're all in different stages of our walk with the Lord. The thing is, if you're, if you're moving ahead, not looking back. I told the story about the rearview mirror before, but it seems I'm going to tell it again this morning. I wasn't planning on it, but... One time I was riding through Wolfville, well, through the valley, up, up on the highway, and I was having a really nice cruise, doing the speed limit plus HST. <laughs> and uh, that's in case Pastor Ben Priest is watching. <laughs> HST, Ben, you don't know what that is. It's okay. <laughs> so I was cruising along, and all of a sudden, this multicolored bug splattered all over my windshield. I mean, it was like, and it was like this big on the corner of my windshield, all these multicolored deals. And uh, as I was looking at it, I was almost right, right off the road and into the ditch as I was looking at it. And the Lord spoke to my head and said, you need to watch where you're going and, not, and stop looking at what's bugging you. Yeah. Why? Because if you keep looking at what's bugging you, you're going to end up in the ditch. There's things bugging you all the time. I know that. But that's not where your focus is. Your focus is on where you're going. The rearview mirror is very small because that tells you where you've been. You don't want to spend all your time looking in that or you end up in the ditch too. Stop looking at what happened to you. Oh, you'll never guess what they did to me. You'll never guess what they did to me either. You want to write a book? Like Nancy said, I was a street urchin. <laughs> Raised by wolves, she said. <laughs> <laughs> so by the time I was 10, I had no parents. 
And that's why I get in so much trouble. Because if you do just whatever pops into your mind, that seemed like a good idea at the time. You do it. And I learned how to lie real good. I remember one time I was, I, I passed out on the side of the road, up the back road, and pulled over my car and I passed out. You don't know what I'm talking about. I don't. And I uh, was so hung, so hung over when I woke up and I looked up and there was a cop naked oh, yeah. knocking on the window. <laughs> so I pulled out my best lie. Oh, man. I had to come sleep here. My wife kicked me out. She's done with me. I came up here and I just had to get away and I, I, I passed a slide. He, you know what he did? He, 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 he didn't pray for me, but he said, well, that's really too bad and then have a good day. Went away. If he had to take in a breathalyzer. Oh, yeah, some of them lies work. Yeah. You can become a good liar when you, you, you have to become a good liar when you're a drug addict. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Today can make a difference in your life. If you just remember this, Psalm 1611, if you just remember this, I'll show you the path of life. I'll show it to you. I want to show it to you. It's in my presence. Yep. How do I get in his presence? If you don't know how to pray in tongues, come on up later, we get filled with the Holy Ghost. But you don't need the Holy Ghost to get in his presence. He is the Holy Ghost. Romans 6, 15, rather. Uh, verse 13. Now the God of depression. No. Of CBC News. <laughs> CBC. Well, don't go there, Gary. Don't get, get, out, get that out of your mind now. Okay. Now the God of hope. Fill you. Fill you. Yeah. Who's he talking to? Turn to somebody next to you and say, that's you. The God of hope. The God of hope wants to fill you with all joy. All joy. All joy. Yeah, but all joy. I've never seen anybody filled with all joy. It would be a hilarious church oh if we ever all got filled with joy. Oh <sighs> You're susceptible. <laughs> Nancy watches Mark Hankins all the time, so she's dangerous. <laughs> Fill you with all joy. <laughs> the word is Cairo, where we get. It, what it means is religious intoxication. Have a drink. Yeah. Don't think. Anybody thirsty, come on to me and let them think. No, he didn't say that. He says, anyone thirsty? If you're really thirsty, come and drink. Don't come and think, well, that doesn't match my theology. <laughs> Nobody ever taught me like that before. You know, if you get your mind set... It's just like cement. Nothing goes in, nothing comes out. You just sit there confused for the rest of your life. Well, I can't accept that. Look, if, if you thought right, you wouldn't have to go to church. 
If you thought right, you wouldn't have to read your Bible. Turn to somebody next to you and say, you don't think right. That's why he gave us Romans 12 too. Renew your mind. Your mind doesn't think right. Renew your mind by the word of God. Why? So that you can prove the good, the acceptable and the perfect will of God for your life. He starts out in verse 1 by saying, submit your body unto me, a living sacrifice. In other words, you can't come into a church already knowing everything. No. I've watched so many people over 32 years that do that very thing. Well, you know that nobody's going to tell me anything. I know. Yeah. <laughs> you already know it all. That's why your life is so screwed up. Because you get it all together. No, I'm talking about history now. I remember one time, and I probably told you this, a couple of things happened when I was walking through Israel. First thing that happened was I was walking along and all these sheep came walking along all around me. They were just, you know, just doing sheep stuff, eating the stuff. They were munch, munch, munch. They were going to town at the food. And everything was fine until I spoke. When I spoke, they all ran away. They, my sheep know my voice. They didn't recognize this voice, so they, they got out of town. Yeah. Another thing that happened was when I was walking through a minefield, not on purpose, I was walking along, and, and, uh, and as I'm going down this little lane, the sign said, minefield, stay on the road. I thought, that's just like the Bible. Stay on the road and you won't blow yourself up. Yeah. Well, yeah, but it looks safe over there. It looks safe over there. Do what the sign says. Don't walk off the road. The pathway of life. He said, I'll show you the pathway of life. How will I know when I'm on it? He said, you'll have joy. Yeah. You'll have peace and joy. So anyway, he says here, now the God of all hope, fill you with joy and peace. How? By believing. If you get no peace and no joy, what do you believe in? <coughs> Change your belief system. Choose to believe the word of God. John 15, remember John 14, rather, verse 27. Jesus said this. He said, I wanted, I, he said I've got the most precious gifts that I want to leave you. You'll move in the Holy Ghost and you'll speak with such power and people will follow it all over the place. That's not what he said. In 1427, he said, I want to leave you my peace. I want to give you the best gift I got, my peace. peace. He said, let it, it passes all understanding and it'll rule your heart and rule your mind. He said, I'm leaving you my peace. Then he says, in the next part of that verse, he says, don't let your, he said, don't let your heart be troubled and don't let it be afraid. He said, he said, I'm leaving you my peace so that you don't have to let your heart be troubled and you don't have to be afraid. So that peace is available to me. If it wasn't there, you know, he brought me a bottle of water. I can drink it or let it sit there and go flat. I decided to drink it while you're watching. 
He said, joy and peace come from believing. And the next thing that he said, I was going to leave you. He said, I'm leaving you. He said, it's in John chapter 15. He said, I'm leaving you my. He said, he said, so it's obviously available to you. He said, I'm leaving you my joy. What? He said, not only am I leaving you, giving you my joy, your joy will be full. So you can tell when that's working too. You know, if you look like you're in, like I said before, baptized with pickle juice, you, you don't have a lot of joy in your life. If you don't have a lot of joy in your life, it's because you're looking at the wrong things. Yeah. Amen. He said, I'm leaving you my joy, my joy, so that your joy can be full. He said, a maximum joy. I want you to be filled with joy. So now these aren't condemning words. These are things that we need to focus on so that we'll know when we get there. I mean, I believe we have a church service where you come in here and everybody just lay on the floor and laugh. What's going on over there? I don't know. Yeah, but you don't have to motivate. You don't, it's just those things come up from the in. They're not things that you're going to produce from the outside. You know, those things have to come up from the inside and how they come up on the inside. He told you, if you meditate my word, mutter, utter, and speak my word once in a while. <laughs> mutter, utter, and speak my word day and night. You will make your way prosperous. How many of you would like to be prosperous this year? How many of you would like to succeed this year? Okay, it's all here in the book. This is your year. Amen. So don't be in fear. God's going to make it so that you get there. Amen. Now, where were we? Oh, yeah, we're trying to get through this one verse, right? Now, the God of hope. Mm, hallelujah. Fill you. Fill you. With all joy. Fill you with joy and peace. Imagine. Fill you. It's the word play rune. It means to be overflowing full. You can't you can't put any more in the container. It's like it's like when you when you when we pray over the word of God, tell you how much God wants to bless you. And this, and how, how do I get blessed financially? Simple. He said, I love a cheerful giver. No cirrhosis of the liver. <coughs> nothing. Cirrhosis is nothing goes in, nothing goes out. Well, you know, you can sit and nod your head and say, yeah, I agree, and do nothing about it. It's going to cost you. It's going to take a risk. Is God's word true or not? And I guarantee you that after you give money, it won't come in the next day. It won't come in the next week. It might not come in the next month. Somebody said the next year. <laughs> well, God doesn't own a watch. I took this one, threw it up a couple of times, it came back to me. He said, I don't operate in time, I operate in seasons. To every purpose under heaven, and there, he said, "You will reap in what? In what? Due season. Due season. Due season. Is there a season for sowing? 
and the season for reaping. Maybe you're in sowing season now. Maybe you're in reaping season now. If you're in reaping season, enjoy it. Hallelujah. Some 30, some 60, some 100 fold. This is God talking to you. He said, I'm telling you that if you do this, he said, some of you will get 30, some of you will get 60, some of you will get 100 fold. The disciples were amazed. What is this? Jesus turned right to them and said, he said, when you sow into my life, he said, you'll reap a hundredfold now in this season. Hallelujah. And then he said, with persecution. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, that's, you just put a little light out on that little spot. Yeah. <laughs> it's an exciting verse. Yeah. Yeah. He said, no, but Peter said, I, what, what's, what's in this for us? And Jesus said, I'm going to tell you. I'll tell you right now, you'll get a hundredfold in this life. With persecution. Yeah. With persecution. You think that God's just going to bless you and the devil's not going to oppose you? Right. How, how long have you been alive? Like I said before, the time we gave away our car to Milan, it was so exciting. Oh, yes, Lord. I want to do something special for you. Give Milan your car. Okay, and Nancy, Nancy, there, la, 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 praise the Lord. How are we doing their Nancy thing? I said, Nancy, God just spoke to me to give Mylon our car. It got quiet for a little bit. <laughs> you didn't jump right on it. I didn't say that. No, you didn't. It was just startled you. So then, when we, for those of you that heard the story, I apologize, but I have to tell you it again anyway. We gave away that car. We sold it and gave him the money rather than try to ship it to the States. It wasn't our second car. It was our only car, and it was a new car. And so we gave him our nice new car, sold it and gave him the money, thinking that probably by Friday we'll be okay. <laughs> hey, Pastor Paul, yeah, I'd like to go to the office today. Is any chance you can come and get me? For three weeks, you had to drive me around. Yes. Three weeks of nothing. Nothing, except you're some stupid pastor. I can't believe you did that. Well, I believe it. And I tell you right now, it opened up the doors of heaven, and the heaven shut since. Amen. You want to? No, but he's, for God so loved that he gave his only. You haven't, you know what? This may be harsh, but I don't believe you've given until you've given your only. Something that really, really costs you. What, what have you got to lose? I mean, no, seriously, what have you got to lose? Nothing. He said, I love a cheerful giver. Just get happy about it for, for 20 minutes at least while you're doing it. <laughs> and then do the fretting later. <laughs> it wasn't fun. But... Like it. Yeah. The day I drove out to the airport to pick Jesse to plant us up, to bring him to the church, Mark and Trina Hankins, just the list goes on and on. 
Now the God of all hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. And this word hope is L peace. And L peace doesn't mean, well, I hope it'll happen. L peace is eager anticipation. Like it's Bible hope. Bible hope is not like world hope. Well, hope this works. No, Bible hope is L peace. I'm fully expecting that this is going to happen. I want to fill you. I want to fill you to the full flavor. I want you to be full. Overflowing with joy and peace in believing that you may abound. Peace, by the way, is the word Irene. Irene, good night. No, it's Romans 3.24, really. 3.23 says that all have seen the fallen short of the glory of God. But the next verse says, talks about Irene. Read it to me, Nancy. Romans 3.24. Aha. Just checking to see if you're with me. You have a microphone there, right? Mm -hmm. But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested being witnessed by the law and the prophets. Even the righteousness of God, which is which is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all and upon all them that believe, mm -hmm. for there is no difference. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. Fill you with perfect happiness. Perfect happiness. The peace, the absence of negative feelings. No negative feelings. No, they will come. But like Kenneth Hagin used to teach, you know, you can't stop a, a bird from flying over your hair. Just let, don't let him build a nest there. That's the truth. Dotes will come, but you don't have to take them. How do I take them? Well, he told us all about it in Matthew chapter 6. He said, take no thought saying. Thoughts will come, but they don't become yours until you speak them out. Until you say, what are we going to eat? What are we going to drink? What are we going to put on? He said, your father knows all about that stuff. He said, and I, and I can take care of you. Yeah. Turn to somebody and say, he can take care of you. Now the God of all hope fill you with joy mm. and peace by believing. that you may abound in hope. That's excess of hope. That's maximum hope. <laughs> Your whole look and out life is radiant through hope. What's wrong with that person? They're happy all the time. <laughs> Isn't that what they would say? Feel your perfect happiness and peace in your faith, that your whole life and outlook will be radiant with hope. The power of the Holy Ghost. And the power, it's, see, you don't even have to work it up yourself. Yeah. It's not by might. I love Philippians 4 6. It's not by might, Philippians. Zechariah 4 6. <laughs> not by might, nor by power 
but by my spirit, says the Lord. Who art thou, O great mountain? <laughs> Come on, we read that in Matthew, Mark eleven twenty three, speaking to a mountain. Who art thou, great mountain? See, everything you read in the New Testament came out of the Old Testament. Who art thou, great mountain? Before Zerubbabel, you will become a plain. And I'll speak grace, grace unto it. Grace, grace unto it. I'll tell you something else for sure. If the devil could kill us, he'd kill us all this morning. If he, if he can't sell you on sickness, if he cannot sell you on disease, he cannot kill you. Amen. Will he wear you down? Yeah, I've seen him watch people wear down and they give up. But even then, they can say, I'll be, just like Harold Schwarzenegger, I'll be back. <laughs> Let's go to Romans chapter 8, please. Feeling polite like Pastor Paul. That's what you say. Turn to so-and-so, please. I can learn that. So I'm practicing. Verse, uh, verse 19, Romans 8, is interesting when you read it in the Greek. Because it says, The earnest expectation of the creation waits for the manifestation of the sons of God. When you read it in the Greek, it says they're standing on tiptoes, waiting to see you manifest. Yeah. Because they know it's going to happen. Yeah. Now, if they can stand on their tiptoes waiting to see, yes. so can you. Amen. So yeah. can I. No, but your expectation has to be. <clears throat> You're so valuable that Jesus died for you and he would have done it if you were the only one. Right. If you were the only one, yep. he'd have done that. Amen. How precious you are in his sight. Yes. How important you are to the plan of God. And again, he could have had you born 100 years ago. He chose you for this last day. And he's definitely put something in you that people are going to need. Which yes. yes. king prayed and said, give me another. You know, he went oh, and asked for 15 more years. Yes. Yeah, Hezekiah. He was getting ready to croak, take the big one. And he went and turned his face, went and turned his face to the wall. Get everything else over to turn off the TV, turn off the other junk, and focus. He turned his face to the wall. And he sought the Lord. And he asked for more time. God gave him 15 more years. Same God. Same. No, Romans 3, Ro, Ro, Romans. Galatians 3.29 says that if I'm Christ, yeah. I'm Abraham's seed. Right. And I'm, heirs of the, I'm an heir of the promise too. Right. So if I can find it in the Old Testament, I can claim it for now. Amen. Yeah. My youth renewed like the eagle. Yeah. Yeah. Claim it. Yeah. Expect it. You don't get what you want, but you always get what you expect. Amen. Expect God to move Amen. in your life. Hallelujah. Yes. Well, let's go back to Romans 8 and verse 6. To be currently minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is what? Spiritually minded, you have life and you have peace. 
How can I know when I'm currently minded? You're thinking about dead things. Thinking about how bad it was in your life. Who peed in your cornflakes, I might ask. Yeah. But verse verse seven, I, this is because the natural mind, the natural mind, your the way you get it all figured out, your reason, your voice of reason. Right. Well, that's not reasonable. Your voice of reason, my Bible tells me it's hostile, enmity, hostile against the things of God. Well, that doesn't make sense to me. I don't understand it. I don't understand why some people roll around on the floor and act like it's to praise the Lord. I, I don't know. There are a lot of things that are going to happen over the next few months Amen. that you totally do not understand. Yeah. When you see the people that God's about to save, you'll be amazed. The carnal mind is hostile to the things of God. Why? Because it's not subject to the law of God. Neither can it be. Whew. Where did I say go at the first time? Oh yeah, verse 19. The earnest expectation of the creation waiting on tiptoes for a manifestation of the sons of God. God's going to bring such a change in you Amen. that Amen. people are going to look at it and say, what happened there? Yeah. <laughs> now the key is he's going to do it. Yes. Don't get religious about it and try to do it yourself. Right. Let go and let God lead. Yes. He'll do it. He said, oh, how do you know that? He's going to tell you later. Later on down here. Verse 23, not only they, but we ourselves also are the first fruits of the Spirit. Even we ourselves grown within ourselves, waiting for the adoption. Oh, <laughs> yeah. the whole of creation is on tiptoe, waiting, waiting, waiting for the wonderful sight, the sons of God coming into their own, the sons of God coming into their own. Oh. Yeah, but it's happening. Happening now. Yes. 24. And again, if you read Psalm 23, they're in a valley. 24, they're going up onto a mountain. Up onto a mountain. Come on up. Come on up on the hill. You can see a lot more from up there. I don't know how to get through this whole chapter without not reading every verse here. Well, yeah, everybody knows verse 28, right? Yeah, but finish the verse. All things work together for your good to those that love God and are walking in their calling according to his purpose. Verse 29. Verse 29. Oh, my. See, Jesus was the firstborn among many brethren, and he came in to show us how to operate on this earth. He was anxious for nothing. He didn't fret when they, he didn't he didn't fret a thing when they came to him in John eleven forty and said, uh, "Don't bother yourself. Your friend is dead." He said, "If you just believe me, it's not over yet. Not over yet, but I better be soon over." Okay, 
Hmm? Oh, yeah, communion. I told Paul, see, I always give it to Pastor Paul because I always forget. And I always say that, so that's why I always forget. <laughs> Let me just read a couple more verses. Come on now. I'll try not to break them all down. All of creation is on tiptoe waiting for you to manifest. Yep. Think about it. Okay. The angels are waiting to see this deal. Yep. All of creation is waiting, straining, waiting to see the manifestation of what's been here for 2,000 years already. And you were saved for such a time as this, this last day, to be manifest on the earth. So if that don't excite you, man. Verse 29, whom he did foreknow, also he did predestinate to be conformed into the image of what? His son that he might be the firstborn among many brethren, acting like, talking like, and walking like him. Acting like, talking like, and walking like him. It's, how do I know that? Because he said in 2 Corinthians 3.18, you're being changed from glory to glory into my image, into my likeness. There's a change taking place in your life. It's a metamorphosis, and it might not be visible, but it's happening on the inside. It's from the inside out, not the outside in. Outside in is religion. Yeah. Inside out is God doing it. Right. You're not striving, not struggling to make it happen. You're trusting. You might be the firstborn among men to brother. Verse 30. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, him also he called. Whom he called, look at this, he justified, just as if I'd never sinned. Get a hold of that if you don't get a hold of anything else today. Yeah. You're, you're blameless. Yeah. Don't really read the religious stuff on Facebook and other places. My, oh, my. People suffering from drive-by wedgies. I tell you, that's why they're uptight. Whoever whom he did for predestiny, he called. Whom he called, he also justified. Whom he justified, he also glorified. What shall we say then? Okay, now, now it's time for me to speak. What's, what am I going to say now? Say this. If God is for me, then who can be against me? Verse 32, he that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how much shall he freely, freely, without cause, without condition, freely, give us all things. Not you got to earn it, you sad looking creature. He paid the price for the sad looking creature. 2 Corinthians 7 2. Jesus, the, the Jesus, Peter rather, the head of the church, says, Receive us, we've wronged no man. That's a man that's walking in the forgiveness of the Lord. Amen. We hope this message has encouraged you in your relationship with the Lord. For more information and ministry resources, we invite you to visit our website at www.newcovenantchurch.ca. We look forward to you joining us next time as we continue to live victoriously.